Hey, you guys. Welcome to Just the Two of Us. It is your broadcast host, Mr. Zach. So I want you to relax. Put your feet up. Grab your glass of wine and a snack. Because you are tuning into my broadcast. See you later. Hey, you guys, welcome to Just the Two of Us. It's your broadcast host, Mr. Zachary. I'm sitting here with a good friend. He is a singer, a songwriter, and you will sure love him at the end of this episode. <laughs> How you doing, Justin? Hey, you guys, I'm doing wonderful. Thank you guys so much for having me. Thank, I'd like to say thank you, Justin, for coming out and, you know, taking the time out and just being on my broadcast, you know, this little little broadcast, you know, be few numbers, but good things are here. So let my viewers know, know something about yourself. Well, I'm from a small town named, uh, we're called Bethune, South Carolina. Um, not Bethune Cookman, Bethune, South Carolina. <laughs> um, I am every April 19th, 1993. I will be 30 next year, but trust me, I don't look it. I really still look like I'm in my teens, but you do. I will be 30 next year. Um, I'm a singer, songwriter, a reality personality, a reality personality, if that's what you want to call it. Um, Yeah, and I'm just a cool, humble guy from the South that's just trying to make it in the entertainment business. Oh, okay, okay. Tell me something that we don't know about you that, you know, people don't know. People really think that I that I am this person that thinks he's better than everybody, that thinks he knows it all, that thinks that he has it going on. But in reality, I am very humble. Mm-hmm. I am very chill. Like, I'm the homeboy that you would want to have in your circle. I'm not all about me. Like, if you're my homie or if you in my circle or anything like that, best friend, family member, if I know anything that could help you get your dreams off the ground, I'm that type of person that's going to help you, promote you, uplift you. So, yeah, I'm not I'm not selfish. I'm not a selfish person. Hey. A lot of people, I think, see me and think of selfish. Oh, he thinks he's better than everybody because I carry myself well. But in the case, I'm very humble and I'm far from selfish. Hey, true, 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 true. <laughs> so let's get inside your music. So... When did you start, you know, singing or uh, when you started developing your voice? Or did you, you know, well, it was... you... go ahead. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It was actually at the age of five, you know, like most artists, I saw, you know, my idol Michael Jackson on TV one day and I saw the thrill of music and I was like wow this man is amazing I want to do something like that and then I started singing in the church choir and how some people could sing and they don't sound good but I, I actually could sing and I sound good so you know I was the um, youth leader for a long time <laughs> in my church choir because they went, found they couldn't get nobody else to do it but yeah that's where my music roots actually kind of started from from seeing Michael Jackson also singing in the church choir so I heard that Malcolm Jackson is your inspiration correct me or not Yes, he's one of my inspiration. That is correct. Okay, so what that Michael Jackson inspire you, you know, to be his, you know, you look up to him into music. Michael Jackson wasn't afraid to try. He wasn't afraid to try anything. He went from being a kid in a group, a boy band, just like myself, from being a major solo artist, from going from R and B 
country, pop, rock. He did it all. And he was successful doing it all. And like, he was a great businessman. So that's what really inspired me because people don't realize in the music entertainment, music entertainment business, excuse me, it's really 95% business and 5% talent. So you have to make sure that your business is on point so you can be successful in that entertainment business. Because if you're not, people will walk mm -hmm. all over you. Michael Jackson just gave me the type of vibe that he didn't allow nobody to walk all over him. He was about his shit. Can you say that to the people in the back? Because I don't think they heard you when you said 90% of business, 5% is talent. And that is true. Uh, yes, 95% is business. Everybody. So if you want to get into the music entertainment business, you could be the best singer, the best rapper, the best songwriter, the best engineer or whatever. But if you ain't got that business right, you're not going to to be successful trust and believe so it's 95 percent business and five percent talent okay 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 so what type what made you got into r&b because you know you say you start in the church of you know with gospel singing so what made you let into you know r&b just listening back to the old record, like the Jackson Five, the Temptations, the Four Tops, the Supremes. Like I'm, like I came from a. My family is very old school. I got a lot of talented um people in my family. We really listen to like those old um old R and B music. So that's what really made me fall in love with R and B by just listening to the old Motown history days. Okay, okay. So what? Who would you like to collaborate? You know, on a local level and a national level. So local level, I would want to work with anybody that want to work with me. I'm I, I don't discriminate. I'm I I'm very open to working with any artist locally because I want to be able to, especially with. I'm going to take that back. I really want to work with a lot of local South Carolina artists because I feel like mm. a lot of people be trying to play South Carolina like we don't support one another. And I feel like if we all just stick to working with each other and just keep our eyes on the main prize, we could turn that around for South Carolina. Let them know that South Carolina is not a selfish state, that no one is only for themselves. They're trying to help the next person, you know, come up in the music in the, in the entertainment business as well. So anybody that's from South Carolina, I would love to work with any local artist from South Carolina. Okay, and on what the major level, I would definitely love to work with Usher. Usher's like my music fa musical father. Um, I would definitely love to work with Chris Brown, um, Brian Michael Cox, um, Rodney Jerkins. Um, I would love to work with Jaquees. I would definitely love to work with Drake and definitely Tory. You know, Tory, I really, I really, I really mess with Tory Lanez. He's a really dope artist. I just love everything about Tory. Okay. So let's talk about your first single. Your first single was released in 2019. It was One I Live For. So it's, what made you, you know, made that single? So the single one of I live for um that was my first single it was actually produced and written by my cousin Robert Blackwell he's a dope artist from South Carolina uh, you know, I was just getting back into the um in the business of music, and I just needed a like a record that that could get me going. And he had this record for me. He let me record it. I paid him for it. You know, we went into the studio, and it took me about eight times to finally get the record, make the record feel good. And once I released it, everybody was really feeling the record. I mean, I did like this video just to give a glimpse of it. It had about two thousand views, like in um mm -hmm. like forty minutes. Um, I won oh I wore a numerous awards for it. You know, it was like. The first R&B artist, the first R&B track to be on South Carolina Hip Hop 100. So that was a very congratulations. Yes, thank you. I was the first R&B artist to you know to to reach that goal, and it's just it was just a really good record. You know, I really I really love one of I live for. Hey, so in 2020, you released another single called Yes and No. Can you tell my listeners yes, about yes that single? No. 
So, Yes and No is a single that me and my brother wrote together. Um, it's a good feel, 90s. It takes you back to, like, those late, early 90s tracks. It sure did. It's a very dope track, and I love it. I actually love performing that song. The video was very hot and very sexy. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's available now. So just make sure that you guys check it out. If you don't believe me, check it out yourself, because trust me, that is a hot song. So later on, you made a EP called One I Live For. Yes. Tell Melissa what's that all about. What made you create the EP? Because I just wanted to put out some more material. I didn't want people to think that I was just doing like a little, try, what they call it, like a one-hit wonder. So I just wanted to write, I, I actually wrote um off the track. It's a six-piece um, EP track. I actually wrote five songs off the track, so I'm very proud of myself because that's something I thought I couldn't do, but I really just took my time with the writing process. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh-huh. but I felt like I could have did better with the um, EP, but that's okay because you live and you learn and not, and the new music that I have that's getting ready to come out now, it actually speaks for itself. Like, I feel like I've grown vocally, my writing got better, and I actually took my time with these, these new tracks that I have coming out as well. But one of I live for, it's, it's one of my favorites. And everybody asks, what's your favorite track? To be honest, all of them are my favorite track. Like I said, out of six songs, I wrote five. So they're all of my favorites. All right. So what do you do when you get stuck writing a song? Well, if I get stopped, I would just take a break like to ease my mind. And then I just keep going over and over and again until I find something else that could go with the song. And if that doesn't happen, sometimes I'll probably reach out to my brother to see what's it, kind of feed off his ideas. And then if that don't work, I would just take a moment to myself, get my song, give me some rest and just and re and try again the next following day to see if that works. So that's how my writing process actually works. So that's why I'm the type of person I can't write in the studio because, you know, writing in the studio, that costs money. Mm-hmm. Just, I try to do everything at home where it's free and when I go in the studio I can go in and get all my tracks and everything recorded the way I want it to be recorded without you know, without, without spending a bunch of money in the studio okay that's that's good to hear so what advice can you give somebody who want to start their music career you know never let nobody put an age limit on you you know who cares it, I mean it's it's a millionaire's that's out here now and they become millions until 30 years old or 50 years old. So don't let nobody put a time limit on your success. And when you are a new artist, take your time to work on your craft and get yourself together. Because if you look at it, your music is really your resume. So if you take your time to practice on that craft, and then once you put that resume out and go looking for jobs, and if the resume is good, trust and believe the bookings are going to come. So just keep in mind, don't be such in a rush because at the end of the day, you're still considered as a new artist. So nobody don't really, nobody's really waiting on your music. So that's why you need to just take your time and make sure that your resume, which is your music, is good. And then once you put that resume out, they people be able to judge you off that work. And as long as you took the proper time and had the proper people to work with you and that stuff is good, then the bookings and the shows and everything Thing will come along with that. So just take your time and don't let nobody put a you know a time stamp on your success. So why do you think people always put you know time stamp on success and not take any time? Because it's really a lot a lot of local artists that have not made it big yet and they're still trying to make their dreams. And I be seeing a lot of people throwing say, Oh my gosh, he's 30 years old, he got five kids and he's still trying to make it into the rap business. But I mean at least he's still trying. Like, who are you to say that this person can't still follow the dreams regardless of what age they is? At least he's still out here trying and doing the right thing versus out here, you know, doing the bad thing, trying to rob and kill people to feed his family. Mm-hmm. To follow his dreams to work and, you know, take care of his family. So that's why I just feel like where that 
timestamp comes in. Who are who are who are me? Who are you? Who are they to put a timestamp on anybody's success? Hey. So you said you have working on new music. So can we get like an insider a kind of music you're working on? Um, it's still some R and B, some up tempos. I got some up tempos. I got some slow music. I got like a little manager ballad. Um, I went through a heartbreak this year, so it's this one song that I got called "Tripping" that I feel like speaks to everything that I went through this year with uh, um, with somebody, and that's I feel like that's one of my best songs that I ever wrote yet because they really came from the heart. Like this song really came from the heart. And I got my new single that's getting ready to drop soon called Do Our Thing. Do Our Thing was actually a track that me and my fellow group members did like almost 10 years ago. And mm-hmm. the track was so good that it didn't get the attention that we expected to get while, while, while we were still in high school. So I got with my producer, with my old manager that produced the track. And he, I bought the track from him and I went back and I redid the, the vocals and everything, which just sounds amazing. Okay. So for doing my research, you said you was in a former group. Mm-hmm. What was the former group called, and why did you last group? So the group was called First Class. It was almost like a Jody C, Pretty Ricky type feel. Um, and we was—I mean, we was doing our thing. But I think some of the group members was looking like I say, you can't rush success. You just can't. So at that time, we—I mean, we wasn't getting money to do shows, but we was doing a lot of shows, especially in Charlotte. Like we was really getting our name out there, and I guess they were just being impatient. So that kind of aggravated me. Cause I'm like, at the end of the day, you guys, we still have to practice. We still have to give, you know, even if it's five people in the audience, we still have to give them a great show. You know, we can't cheat people all because we're not getting mm-hmm. get these five people could be the ones that change our lives. So I guess they wasn't really on that mind frame like me. Like I said, at the end of the day, I understand that music business is 95 percent business and five percent talent and so they just wasn't really feeling it so we just went our separate ways and I, I mean they still some of them are still doing their thing today and you know some of them are just living normal lives but me i'm still following my dreams because i really feel like i am destined for greatness i'm supposed to be on somebody red carpet and i'm not giving for my dreams just yet all right so what you just said again can you be that for the back because i think you said something that a lot of people don't understand or don't get you know when you're trying to follow your dreams yes it doesn't come overnight it's, if you look at beyonce michael jackson chris brown all those big artists that we all look up to y'all see that there's their lives are so easy and so they rich now but you have to realize it didn't happen overnight beyonce went on star shirt she was told no Lauren Hill went on Star Trek. She was told no. Exactly. Michael Jackson, he didn't get a record deal until he was like, what, seven, five? I mean, seven, eight, nine? It didn't happen overnight. Everything is hard work. True, true, true. So how did you feel, how do you feel the internet had impact music as today? The internet has a major impact on stuff now because the internet could be, it could help your career or it could break your career. That's why I'm telling you. Don't be in such a rush to release stuff, especially if the music is wet, because the internet people will let you know. And sometimes they don't give you a second chance. So that's why you really have to make sure that your music is good, because nowadays with the internet now, you could get you could get blown up. Now, if you do a great cover that fits your vocal cords and makes sure that cover is tight and it falls in the hands of the right person, you look at example of Justin Bieber, Chloe and Halle, and it falls into the right person, that could get you put on quickly. Then actually go and stop around your demos. Okay, okay, okay. I believe in that. I definitely So you say you were working on a new song that has something to do with your last relationship. So I don't, you know, we don't have to get in deep. So what happened to your last relationship to make the song? 
what happened was me and this guy, <laughs> we had some history. You know, we lost contact or went our separate ways or whatever you call it. But then we actually rekindle, you know. And but he was already in the situation. But to me, when you say that you're in a situation, that means that something's going on in that situation. If I'm happily in a relationship with somebody, I would never call my partner a situation. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was almost like he was, I'm not going to say he was leading me on, but to me, actions speaks louder than words. Like you could tell me, Justin, you know, I, I like you, but I don't like you like that just yet, but your actions showing me something totally completely different. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I just, I was tripping, I was tripping real hard. Like I never felt this way over a a guy before and I was tripping mad hard like it was to a point where I pulled up had friends pull up it was crazy and it just went to it just went bad one night and I my friends didn't have to really tell me like you have to let it go so that's why I wrote this song called Tripping it's, it's really good and I can't wait to ask y'all finish doing with the recording and release it the video I, I got an idea for the video it's gonna be real tight so yeah so stay tuned for that so where do you see yourself at in five years from now what you mean career five years from now i was just telling myself that you know if the music don't i mean because to be honest i don't care what anybody say i am known somewhat locally here in south carolina a lot of people do mess with my music it's haven't getting to the right person yet which hopefully by five years now it will because i like i said i know how this music entertainer in how this entertainment business work it's all about business and it's all about who you know and if that doesn't work, I'll also look at becoming a manager because I'll be able to give the next artist something that I didn't have, which was a great management because I already know the ropes and what people require out of an artist and what artists need to do to make sure that they are successful. So that was something I was thinking about getting into as well, becoming a manager. So let's talk about your active role. Because you just scream into a new TV show. Yeah, so I'm not acting because acting means when you have scripts. This is unscripted. This is no scripts. This is real life stuff. It's called my lifestyle. And it's just basically showing the lifestyle of four LGBT people. I mean, uh, excuse me, four LGBT four LGBT people actually trying to break into the entertainment business, but dealing with being black, being from South Carolina, and just dealing with the stereotypes that comes with being, you know, gay. Um, people say that being fact that I'm gay, I should be singing R&B music, especially to women. But unfortunately, I like that. It's like that's my job. So I work. I got a job. So me being gay, you tell me I can't work at my regular job for me being gay. No, don't don't judge me on my what I like to do in my bedroom. Judge me on my mm-hmm. work. So yeah, but yeah, it's available now on YouTube. On um, my lifestyle, my lifestyle. Um, we actually dropping episode four tomorrow, so be on the lookout for that. It's it's. I mean, we got brotherhood. We showing you how what we doing to try to make it into the entertainment business. And we also got some drama because what we also would not be without any drama. And the drama is real, you guys. It's like, like if I can tell you what went down over the past weekend, you would not believe me. But it went down. A lot of stuff. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, so you got to stay tuned for that. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but please make sure that you watch it. So what advice can you give to your fans? What advice I would give to my fans is always stay true to yourself. Never let no one tell you that you can't because at the end of the day, the only person that can stop you is that person in the mirror. When you look in that mirror, you're going to see yourself. So you have to block out the negativity and stay focused because at the end of the day, again, no one could tell you when you're going to be successful. No one could tell you that you're not going to be successful. The only person that can tell you that would be yourself. So stay stay focused and stay determined because at the end of the day, you can do whatever you put your mindset to. 
Thank you, Justin. Thank you. That says a lot, just not about you. And I let me say, a person like you will go a long way. And I want to give you your flowers. Every time I, you know, every time we talk, every time we laugh, and all that. Appreciate that, Zach. I really do. And I wish you nothing but the best with your podcast as well. Like, and I wanted to get on you because you said this little podcast. Never think of what you're doing as little. Because at the end of the day, we all had to start somewhere. So you have to think big. big. Don't never think because you don't have this person on your podcast yet or this person on your podcast that, that is little. Because your podcast is, you know, you're doing your dream. So it has to always be big to you. Think big when it comes to, you know, when you're doing your stuff or you're following your dreams. Always think big. Don't never think small. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, any last thing you want to say before we, you know, close out? Um, you guys, just make sure that you guys download my music. It's available on all platforms. You can add me on social media. My Instagram is Mr. Justin DeMond. You can add me on Facebook. Just type in Justin DeMond. Again, my music available on all platforms. Just type in Justin DeMond. And make sure that you guys check out, you know, my lifestyle season one. You know, it's a very good reality YouTube series. I think you guys will actually love it. It's a little long, but hey, like I say, it's it's our first season, so we're just running the roads about it, but we definitely gonna come harder season two. So just make sure that you guys stay tuned for more stuff from Justin DeMond. Please do watch that, because he said he's the Beyonce of the group. Yeah, I think everybody have a problem when I say it, but when they say what's that saying? It's a, it's okay when they do it, it's a problem when I do it. So, exactly. Fuck them. <laughs> but thank you, Justin. Thank you, Zach, for having me. And thank you for listening to just the two of us. It's your, like I said, it's your broadcast host, Mrs. Zachary. And I'll see you later. Bye, Zach.